0: boston massachusetts to adelaide australia and everywhere in between talking local and national sports in just about anything discussed in the tavern broadcasting from south lion michigan welcome to easy speak at speakeasy 330
1: with your hosts rich and tom we are back uh Uh, Took a little week off for the 4th of July holiday last week. Everybody got their heads cleared and uh, we're right back at it this week. And we hope everybody that watches and listens uh, had a great holidays as well. Uh, Didn't lose any fingers lighting up fireworks or uh, there was a meme going around like 4th of July is my favorite holiday. There was no fingers except with thumbs. So hopefully everyone was safe. Um, Looking forward to this show tonight. We're going to break down. Uh, what will be some breaking news we'll cover here in a second uh, with the Detroit Red Wings. Uh, we're going to cover, Rich is going to break down the free agent signings and the trades that they've made so far uh, and how it might impact the season. Uh, Michael Lorenzen is the lone all-star representative for the Detroit Tigers. Uh, is that a worthy pick for them uh, or was somebody else should have got the pick? So we're going to talk about that, uh, which will lead into the Major League Baseball All-Star Game, which is Tuesday night in Seattle. So we're going to uh, go over the rosters and the starters and kind of pick some of the players that were maybe shouldn't have made it, and we're going to talk about the players that maybe should have made it. Uh, so that'll be fun. We're also going to do the way too early division winners for the NFL as camp's get ready to start here within the next month. Uh, so football season's about to get ramped up here real soon. And that's when, uh, all the fun starts. So we're going to give our division winners, uh, a prediction. And as always, we're going to close the show with ain't my money, not my problem and some closing thoughts, but with, without further ado, rich Jasper, what is going on? My friend.
0: Well, busy day, busy day, obviously busy in personal life, but also uh busy day doing some research on, the potential uh breaking news that we have going on oh yes um other than that i mean today was good uh had three baseball games two uh two wins for the older boy took home the championship uh playing up a division playing 16u uh a 15u squad playing 16u squad and uh go in there and win uh son went in for the final uh had to put the final out the final nail into the coffin on the on the comeback this other team was having so uh it was good uh and then uh you know it's always nice to have another victory with the other team i think 12-1 13-1 or something like that so
1: it was good awesome jp welcome back hey how's it going what uh you witnessed history Yesterday at Comerica Park. Correct. Uh, the first ever uh, no-hitter, combined no-hitter, which I think yeah. is, I think I heard it was their ninth in team history. Yeah. First ever combined no-hitter. Talk about the experience of being there with some of the, the Blue Jay fans. Uh, had to have been just something that you'll never forget.
2: Yeah. Uh, so we went to Nemo's. We started out. Uh, at Nemo's, and then uh, we took the bus over, uh, waited in the concourse area for about an hour, uh, sucking down ten dollar beers, and <laughs> then the uh, got down to the seats there. Uh, we were about row 30 up behind home plate, which is an awesome view. You can see the whole field. Mm-hmm. I highly recommend that. Uh, yeah, so we were sitting next to a bunch of Blue Jays fans, they were real generous, uh, really good baseball guys, a lot of knowledge. Um, they were pretty fuckered up, too. Uh, <laughs> one guy got thrown out for hitting a weed pen. So oh, so really? it was interesting. Wow. And pretty interesting, but uh, it was a great experience, and there was a ton of Blue Jays fans there. They, that, That's a team that uh, really travels, well, any Canadian team, for that matter, when they come to Detroit.
1: Well, I know Rich and I went to a Wings-Maple uh, Leafs game earlier in the season, and uh, we had a lot of fun with the – we oh, yeah. fans that were in front of us, uh, yeah. we we were give we were giving them the business. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, yeah, it was fun. I mean, yeah, you're right, JP. It's 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 almost like a different, um, it's a different culture mindset, I guess, when it comes to sports. Oh yeah. So uh, you know, when, you know, when you go there, everybody's nice, and you know, right. you're not getting beers thrown on you. Know, I, I remember back going to Toronto, went to a Hockey Night Canada game. It was. Uh, Leafs versus the Canadians, and uh, halfway in the third period, this, this group of Canadian uh, gentlemen and women, they're like, hey, we're going to Gretzky's. You guys want to join us? And it was a group of us, or I think there was there was 10 of us there. And we're like, yeah, sure, we'll meet you. Went to Gretzky's, sat there and drank beers until 1.30, and they, they're like, we got the tab. We're like, no, nah, we're good. We'll, we'll pay. They're like, no, we got it. And
2: they paid yep. her tag. So. Super generous people, man. There's folks. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So we were getting poured on in the first inning and, you know, Manning was, he threw, I think he threw like six balls in a row at one point And I was like, man, there's no way they're going to continue this game. And uh, they did. And yeah. So we witnessed history.
1: That's awesome. Yeah. That's something you'll remember forever. We yeah. have our good buddy, Tim, back with us in the speakeasy. Tim, what's up, buddy?
3: How's it going, fellas? Nice
1: to be back. Yeah. See, Tim got to experience a, a, a tiger game today, but uh, it, it wasn't as <laughs> it wasn't as memorable. Yeah. I mean, I think you put it perfectly. Pre-show, uh, JP. It was a great game until it wasn't, and yeah. uh, the turtleneck Alex Lang decided to throw a, a meatball, and yeah. um, yep, the rest is history. So, but uh, always a good experience, I'm sure, when uh, the beer is flowing, as it was.
0: Yeah, but when history was on the line, he threw pretty good yesterday. Yeah, he did. Yeah,
1: <laughs> so. I, I, I was surprised. He He's very sporadic. Up. Those were very, yeah. um, uh, how we say, not interested swings, the yeah. all three of them that went up to the plate in the ninth inning, and they just wanted to get the hell out of there. Um, so, But we're going to go ahead and start this bad boy up. We got some Detroit Red Wings signings and Corey Taylor. Who chimed in just a few minutes, two few seconds ago? Yes, you know what that means. The Red Wings just acquired Alex DeBrinket, the local boy, coming back to Detroit. They give up Dominic Kubliak. Donovan Sabrango which we're really not sure who that is uh, a <laughs> I'm trying to first, look
0: him up right now so a
1: conditional first round pick in 2024 and a fourth round pick in 2024 and they were able to get an extension with the Brinket and it's it is uh 4 years at 7.875 annual um this is a big signing for for Iserman. This is probably his biggest signing since he's been the GM. Uh, Rich, uh, you, you know it more than anybody else on this panel. What does this mean for the Wings moving forward? Is this is this something that that they can really um, look forward to running them into the playoffs?
0: Um, they, you know, We kind of talked it touched briefly before the show started. Do I think it is going to take them to the playoffs? It's going to give them a better chance. And I think the reason why it's going to give them a better chance is because of goal production. And that's exactly what we were lacking uh, last season. Um, You know, when you, when you look at it, uh, the players that we had let go, you know, through trades and just not re-signing, they were negative players. Meaning that, you know, they were always on the ice never they were never a plus player um to it i think he does give us a little bit of an edge the only concern i have with him is his uh his size however uh the wings have done a pretty damn good job of bringing in some big bodied guys in to where um he he will have that I guess protection, if you want to call it that, you know, he's 25 um, Uh, last year. I think he scored 27, 27 last year, year before the two years before were 41 goal seasons, which is, I mean, and then, and he, he scored those goals in Ottawa when Ottawa was still in the down years. Uh, So put those kind of numbers up. And then if you look at it, you know, you look at 27 goals, this last year but you have to realize they had a couple more pieces around him maybe that were taking opportunities away from him but irregardless he's a hometown kid he's coming back he's gonna play um and um you know we'll see i don't like the i don't like the uh i personally don't like the long the long deal contract uh but right. that's what you had to do to get a player like that in here and and that's. That's what we need. We need a guy who's going to stuff the uh, net full of pucks and hopefully along with him and him and Comfer and, uh, you know, Larkin and, uh, you know, hopefully Raymond turns it around. Maybe uh, uh, Casper, uh, you know, he comes in and and starts uh, doing what he does. He comes out, I say he comes out of camp and earns a roster spot right off the rip that's cool. I mean, yeah, we lost Kubelik. Um, I liked Kubalik as a player. He However, was one of
1: their leading scorers last year, but if you can get, if you can if get you can another get, score for him, then that makes sense. You know, a, a lot
0: of it is, is like, uh, you know, hope. I mean, I feel that I, we, he wasn't worth giving up a first round pick, but I think when you look at what the wings have assembled over the last, uh, over the last couple of uh, seasons and in, in talent wise, you know, they have pretty much stocked these stable full of ponies, right? Sure. So it's exceptions. You, you know, <laughs> yeah, I mean, given up that, you know, given up that first round pick, uh, I, I can deal with that fourth round. I mean, uh, you know, it's very far and few between, you know, unless you get like a Dustin Bufflin who's like 226th pick overall who ends up being a stud, but you know, that depth. Stuff. So, but what's really nice is that you know, with that first round pick, is that the wings can choose between their own or Boston's first round pick. So, if it was, you know, if they have a, you know, say they, say they, you know, shit the bed. I'll just, you know, say it is. You know, they shit the bed and they get a lottery pick and they're in the top ten pick. They can say, well, we're going to keep that pick. You go ahead and take Boston's pick that they have from the pertuzzi trade. So, right, right. So, in the top, in a top ten protected. So. You know if the wings get the lottery and they get in say the top 10 and say you know the Bruins are 15th okay, so then you know obviously you know what you're gonna do, right, right. but overall i overall I like the I like it um and uh Ye- I, one thing i've one thing I've noticed about Steve in this off in this off season he's been bringing a lot of guys who are familiar with the metro Detroit area
1: well and that 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 too you you got a guy who a, wants to be here he wants to be here he's a he's a local kid he knows the 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 tradition we'll say of the red wings so you like the fact that he wants to be here they went out and they got it so you have you have your core guys that are are some of them are local and that definitely helps that that yeah. understands what the meaning of hockey town even though I don't believe it's hockey town anymore but um, <laughs> That, maybe maybe
0: that, maybe one then, day we'll get it again.
1: Yeah, I mean it's it it's something that, that if you understand where what this town used to mean, uh, what mm-hmm. this team used to mean, um, that's important. So we'll flash up some of the um some of the free agent signings. Um, I know Tim here is is not a big fan of the, the JT Comfort deal. Um the Gostin B- fear deal. You so you got some goal scores. Uh, JT Comfort, Daniel Sprung. So you're adding a lot of offense to this team, which what, what are your favorite picks that you like here, Rich?
0: Well, uh, I'll be honest with you. I I like the JT Comfort pick. I really do just because I think that uh, he's going to be coming in and I would not be surprised if he gets plugged into a line with uh, Larkin and, and cop. And, you know, JT, a right. He's a right-handed shot. He can play. You know, he could play center. He could play wing. He he pretty much came out and said, "I'll play wherever they want me to play uh, to win." Uh, I'm a big fan of the uh, Clem Shady Costin. Uh, mm-hmm. Pretty much uh, from everything that I've read, is that you know he had a deal in place to. Take a uh, KHL contract, and yes. then when uh, you know Edmonton found that out, they were like, "Well, let's try to get something for him." You know, and the thing is, is it was a pure cap dump for Edmonton to send Yamo and and him here for uh, you know futures. It was all I guarantee they might. I think they might write a certified check for a dollar to Edmonton uh, for those Trapper two picks. You know, and it was a it was a it was a cap dump. I mean, it was a salary dump, is what it is. Um, I liked Yamamoto when he first came. I, Yamamoto, yeah, yeah. and uh, uh, I liked him when he came out, and I think he came out on, on on the scene pretty well. The last couple of years, he's kind of tailored up, but he falls into that Debrinket. He is a smaller, statured player. He is a good fourth line guy. He's not going to be a guy that's going to. And I'd be very uh, with the guys that we have in the you know in in the stable. I find it very hard that he would have found a spot playing here. He would have probably been, uh, he would probably been AHL and, you know, and, you know, you hate to see that happen to guys. So he went off to a better opportunity. Um, it really cost us nothing. And I think it was more of like a handshake deal to help uh, Ken Holland
1: out, you know, the two buddies. Which he could use all the help he, he can need over, over there. The, the, the Edmonton fans are finding out real quick why we were happy to see him get out you of know, and it's
0: Well, here's the thing. That that's kind of like a a mixed trick bag, you know. I've talked to quite a bit just because I'm on that on that group. There's people that are like praising him as the the Lord and Savior, and then you got me standing there going, "Guys, I'm telling you, he's going to destroy you." But Clem, I like that because he was he had a contract and pretty much, uh, and it was for Fedorov's team in the KHL. And as soon as um, as soon as he got traded to Detroit, they pretty much pulled pulled the offer and said, "I wonder how much there's." Fedorock There's no way to we're gonna compete. He might have, yeah, he he might have had something to do
1: with it. Uh, maybe maybe we're gonna see 91 in the rafters at uh, Pizza Palace in the future. Boy, that would be nice. Maybe um, for you know the goaltending. I
0: mean, James Reimer. They brought him in for depth. Uh, I mean, they pretty much. Did he play here pens- a couple
1: years ago? No, I know I'm thinking of somebody else.
0: Um, but uh, you know Reimer, you know he. Um, you know, he came out and said, he goes, Hey, I like what they're doing. And, um, you know, I like what they're doing here in Detroit. I like what Steve's doing. And, um, I was listening to another podcast today, actually, when I was driving down a flat rock and, uh, you know, some of the guys there, it was a Red Wings podcast. And he's like, I, this guy's saying he, everybody sees it, what they're doing. And they're like, yeah, just, Iceman's really doing a great job, but the fans here are like, you know, for us, I mean here's the thing is we went how You're many spoiled years
1: for many years yes spoiled so anything less than perfection is 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 a failure i think in the eyes of a lot of fans and 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 that's something that i they haven't been in the playoffs in what five four years five years i think 2017 uh 2016 was the last time they were in so uh but yeah it's, it's, it's tough to even think that they're not going to make the playoffs after 23 straight years
0: yeah oh and then you know i I'm kind of iffy on on that on James Reimer. I mean his age, he's thirty-five. Um, you know, his goals against average isn't real sexy for last year, but he played on San Jose. Right. You know, so in San Jose was an absolute terrible team. They had nobody but Carlson. That's about all they had. Sure. Um, I do like the Alex Lyons signing. He out of out of Florida I backed up he backed up uh Bob Arosky, the Bob. So <laughs> I I in that right there, he's probably been the best goaltender that we've probably seen for the last 10 years. And the guy pretty much has worked under him and, you know, probably learned some things from him. So, you know, I think that, but what I really like about Reimer signing is that he's a guy, he knows his role. And he's like, look, if I can be somebody to help mentor Billy Huso, you know, even just be that ear like, hey, look.
1: Or mentor the kid that they just drafted from South Lion here.
0: Yeah. that He's got a couple of years. He's probably, he's going to go to Michigan state. He's going to, you know, he's going to play some collegiate, but yeah, you're right. You know um, so it's definitely going to be interesting to, to, to see how this all pans out. Justin Hall. I think they paid him an incredibly large amount of money and he gets hosed on, but I think he is a plus player when it comes to the penalty kill which we need oh sure uh you know he you know you know you look at his stats stats aren't sexy two goals 16 assists 18 points last year he's a plus player he's a 15 plus uh and that's over 80 games yeah production wise i'm not looking he is a defensive defenseman yeah uh and, that's all right and that's what you know and he's playing that he,
1: that's a goaltender's best friend right there you, yeah you that, that and can play solid defense in front of you yeah you're gonna be okay Yeah. And we need that. I mean,
0: for sure. I mean, you could tell at times uh, where it just seemed like nothing was in place, but I do like, I think the pressure is going to be off him a little bit because when you're playing in uh, when you're playing in Toronto, I mean, uh, that's all they talk about. I mean, it's, Mm -hmm. you are on the front page of everything in Toronto because it's a large market for hockey. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, here's the thing is he's not an all-star player but his face and his likeness in that in that city he made a bad play he got hosed on it like mm-hmm. you know it, it, he like nobody was off uh no, nobody was off bars when it came to that so it's going to be <laughs> exciting to see what that happens i think we're going in the right direction like i said i think we're going in the right direction i think we've uh solidified uh some uh but it's definitely going to be like a wait and see type deal but i do think we we're starting to assemble a pretty solid nucleus uh, maybe hopefully uh, this year pays off and gets us in the playoffs. You got to remember the Atlantic, it's a tough division. Yeah, it is. So it's either, you know, it's either, you gotta, you know, it's either feast or famine, right. And hopefully you're a team that's
1: going to be feasting. So. Oh, for sure. Um, I'm going to switch it over here to Tim. Uh, Tim is our resident Colorado Avalanche fan. We'll let that slide. Um, we mentioned earlier, JT Confort gets it. Uh, comes to detroit you follow this team how big of a loss is that for the for the avalanche
3: it's gonna hurt the avalanche it knocks them out of a top four team in the west for sure they've had a really bad off season to where i don't think they're even gonna make the playoffs next year you know hot take alert <laughs> <laughs> wow. uh wow is Com- a good two-way player you know he's a good second line third line take siren Yeah, yeah, no,
1: yeah. We got to get that loaded up here, Rich. You got to show me how to do
3: that. Conference a good second or third line guy. You know, he filled in the top line kind of when uh, Gabe got hurt. But I think he'll be good at the second line with the Red Wings. Good penalty killer. Good on the power play. He's just a good teammate to have.
1: So you mentioned their off season. What kind of moves did they make?
3: Uh, They've cut a lot of people. They haven't really acquired anybody. That's you know, they haven't uh, acquired Alex DeBrinkent they've uh, lost more than they have and they got to
1: pay McCarr and and some of the other young and, guys that are coming up so yeah that that's usually what's happened happens after it, they win a cup
3: and Gabe boy and scott has already been rolled out for the year so they have an in- injury exempt on their salary cap <laughs> and you know i'm waiting for you know the seven dollar million dollar move and it's just never coming with them
1: uh they're a good coach <laughs> team and and i i don't know i i think they'll they'll find their way um back into the mix i i i think that's um it might be a, a, a reach to say they're not going to make the playoffs, but um, um, I, I, he's an Avalanche fan. I I liked the Predators uh, because when the the Red Wings decided to not make the playoffs anymore, I had a rooting interest in Nashville. I like what they did in the offseason. I like the players that they went and got from uh, Toronto, Luke Shen and and Ryan O'Reilly, um, pretty big move barry Trotts coming in there first year's gm he's really making a lot of noise rich what are some of the other big moves that were made that um that stand out to you
2: mm.
0: you had to ask that question huh <laughs> well, you um, got it in your notes i know you made you, you had to ask that
1: question rich made some incredible notes for for this segment so um well no,
0: I had to click on the screen that's why because I I don't I don't have a couple of different. I was looking <laughs> at something and you're like, hey. You're like, hey Rich. Uh no, so <laughs> some, I'm going to say some of the uh, I'm going to say some of the big surprises, you know, and I'm going to kind of run through them. Um uh, uh from Tampa, you Tampa last year, drafted by Tampa, they gave him a four-year contract in Anaheim. Uh <laughs> Lucic went back to Boston, where he started it all. One-year deal. Um, he, I don't see him resurrecting his career at all. Oh. Uh, this one, this one really surprised me. Uh, it was Michael Bunting not getting re-signed in Toronto? But he did sign. In, you know, he signed a three-year contract with the uh, Hurricanes. However, I think the reason why he was not retained is because they are 8.8 million over the cap as of today. Wow. And I think it was the lack of money. Uh, Toronto has gone out and they have made it known that they're loyal to three players Mm -hmm. Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner, and Newlander, which Mm -hmm. I don't understand why they are. Beetlejuice,
1: Newlander, Beetlejuice, small head. Yeah.
0: I mean, like, I just don't (laughs) know why they're so. uh, I mean, they got their hands stuck on those three. And those guys, I mean, they have them. I mean, I'll, I'll pull it up here if I can, if my internet works any faster, but you know, they, I mean, they are absolutely nothing but just pitch and hold with those three guys and they're, and it's almost like they're stuck. I mean, next year, I mean, it's definitely going to be interesting to see what, what happens with it because, you know, Austin Matthews has only got one year left on his deal. Uh, You know, Neilander's got one more year, you know. But some of the surprise signings in Toronto, uh, Ryan Reeves signs a three-year, one and a half million-dollar deal. I like that because I think Ryan Ree- Ryan Reeves will thrive in that environment. Little body um, action, just be yeah, because he's he's a no he's, you know he's an no BS guy. Um, Ty Domi signs a one-year, three million-dollar deal, which is funny because I remember Ryan Reeves and Max Domi uh getting that in said, a tussle in you said tie by the way <laughs> max don't i said max domy <laughs>
1: okay did i say tie Domi? you did at first but that's tie dummy we knew what you were Domi. Doing yeah, yeah max domy uh they actually, old school uh,
0: they 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 threw some uh some fisticuffs before oh yeah. and then tyler and then tyler Bertuzzi signs a one year five million dollar with the leaves um you know me personally i yeah i i mean i I like Bertuzzi, but Bertuzzi's you know kind of like a like a one way player. Uh, he plays in the net, plays hard, but then you know he's he's been hurt often, you know. So, and then you know kind of like what you touched on with Ryan Ryan O'Reilly signing with uh, the the pred, Preds for a four year deal, four years at four and a half million dollars. The guy's thirty two years old. Yeah. Dude, like, like, what, like, what are we doing? Like, what are we doing here? Traps. What they traded we away
1: Johansson, which is similar player. I think O'Reilly's better scorer. And then they bring in, you know, O'Reilly. Did. But you know, I mean these these teams got to make splashes. They they bring in a new GM like like Barry Trots in Nashville, and um, you know they have a winning reputation that you know they were in the Cup final in seventeen and and got knocked out in the 18th and they've just kind of been ick the lat uh, ever since. So he's trying to bring it back. So, um, but it's going to be exciting. I think every year when the wings make moves, there's always hope. And, um, I think everybody in this team, except for a good buddy, Drew, um, have, uh, stayed true to the Iser plan. (laughs) So, uh, we can only hope my best, my best Drewism. wings suck. Yeah, well, that's that's. Um... But hey,
0: but real quick, so we talked about Zadina. Zadina got put on waivers. He cleared waivers. He, they said, hey, you can come back and you know you can try to fight for a spot on the team. Uh, he pretty much was like, I won't report to the AHL. Yeah. Which you know what I, that you know what if that's what he needs that I mean if that's what he feels is the best decision for him, I you know I I support that. So. They went ahead and they ended up giving his unconditional release. He became an unrestricted free agent. So I think his options are is oh well. First of all, he left four plus million dollars on the table um uh, by that. He would have got paid that whether he was in Grand Rapids or if he was in Detroit. He would have, you know, but I get it. Um, you know, so you know, do we see him possibly make a uh, you know, get on an airplane, cross the pond, and go play in Europe? That is always a possibility. Um Money. I also th- I also think that. I think with uh I think I think Edmonton might sign him to maybe to like a low end deal and you know you know maybe he'll report to Bakers maybe he'll report to Bakersfield Condors or you know and, and play there for a little bit. It's in California, it's nice, you know. You never know. <laughs> we will
1: see. Yeah. Uh great great uh great insight, Rich. Uh you definitely are our hockey insider on the show and, and thank you, Tim, for chiming in we are going to bring our good buddy JP the giant back on and we're going to talk the lone all-star Michael Lorenzen JP was this the right pick i mean i i it, it, it this is kind of a head scratcher to me cuz i'm going to put up his um I'm going to put up his stat line for the, this year. Um, let me move my banner there. Uh, it, that's not so good. That, that, nah. that does not, that does not scream all-star <laughs> caliber yeah. player to me, although he did have a nice game the other night. Yeah. Um, and, and it, he's shown signs of being a good pitcher, but I just don't know if he's the, he's the pig. This, this likens to back in the day when, uh, Dimitri Young was our representative in the All Star yeah. game. I think he had hit about six, seven home runs up into that point, and it was just kind of a sham, sham pick. What do you think about Michael Lorenzen? Is, is is he All Star worthy?
2: I mean, it's you're kind of pulling straws to get an All Star from this team. Uh, you wonder if availability had anything to do with it. Uh, we talked about it. I thought Eduardo Rodriguez, you know, who has 71 in, innings pitched. Still a 2.6 ERA. Probably did enough to get in over Lorenzen, I would have thought. Yeah. I mean, pitching-wise, I think Adam Foley and Tyler Holton are their two best pitchers coming out of the bullpen right now. Holton's uh, really a case good. For one of those guys. Yeah. And then you look at positional players. I mean, there was really nothing there. Maybe if Riley Green would have stayed healthy, he would have been the guy. Uh I think Torque leads the team and hits RBIs and homers. Nothing to really gawk at with those numbers either but uh i guess they did what they had to do here uh i on any other team in the bigs i don't think he's an all-star no
1: so uh i I, I I guess that's a head scratcher i guess that leads me to my next question uh seeing that he is pitching here in detroit they're 11 games under 500 although they're only five games out of the division yeah do you think he's got better numbers say he plays on a team like I don't know Cleveland or if he plays on a team like New York or Boston. Nah, that's really hard to say because
2: I think the Tigers have been a pretty good defensive team. They've backed their pitchers pretty good this year. Uh, he's had no run support, obviously, but he's still high up there with a four ERA, and that just came down after his last start. He had a really good start. I think he was at four seven and closer to a five before the last yeah. one. So I, he's been he's been solid this year. He's had some good starts. Uh, he's had a couple rough ones, but, uh, you can't really say that because I don't think they've been bad enough on,
1: uh, defense to, to make that claim. You got you there, Tim. Um, I guess I'll ask you the the similar question. If not, uh, Lorenzen, who would you be, see the logical pick for the, the Tigers to be the all-star
3: representative? It probably would have been fully out of the bullpen. There's honestly, there's just nobody on the Tigers that are worth sending to the all-star game at this point. To me, it's more like a participation trophy, almost one person off each team. And and, and the the MLB all-star game means something for home field advantage for the World Series. So why do you have guys off the Tigers that have no chance? Right participating in a game that has so much meaning
1: and Lorenzen what is he going to see a batter or two <laughs> at, at the most At the most, so, yeah. i mean that's that's probably kind of it, it's a throw-in we'll say yeah <laughs> <laughs> there you go and, and he can he can show off his uh new uh
3: vans cleats that they're they're making you'll be there early next weekend for the tigers Tom, oh, yeah, did, you, did
2: you put cole keith down in your all-star ballot <laughs>
1: <laughs> maybe in a couple of years that's for yeah sure. um Rich, do you got any any players that you you thought maybe were a little bit more worthy of of All Star pick
0: <laughs> from the Tigers? <laughs> Can I pick and- Ilya? Can I put De La Cruz from the Reds on there? Oh for that? my yeah. gosh! Um,
1: need- oh.
0: No, I you know I think from I mean obviously from an offensive standpoint. I mean, there's really. Um, you know, I think the only guy, I'll be honest with you, probably the only guy that I've, that's, I'm not going to say he's been consistent, but he's been exciting to watch And is Andy and Banez. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, that guy, sure, he's, I, I mean, he's really making the most of his opportunity. Um, I don't think uh, <laughs> Lorenzen should have been the, you know, the go to guy. Like, I, I kind of agree with Tim Foley, probably would have been a little bit, uh, maybe a little bit more of a, a better pick, I guess, if you want to say that, but he's got a better I mean, you work. I mean, I mean, but here we're doing, it. you got, uh, a, you got a roster of, you can't even, I'm, you know what? I'll be honest with you. I'm surprised they didn't say, Mickey, we want you to be here for the final year. That's, yeah, that, I mean, that's how that's cliche, cliche that is. it is, you know? <laughs> yes. And it's like, yeah, let's might bring pull his up. old
1: ass out uh, in the Seattle. Who knows? He's, yeah.
0: He's going to, uh, you know, he put him on one of those, uh, uh, like those little rascal scooters. And he goes out there, swings a glove and, and like on down to first base,
1: like Ted Williams a, in 99 at Fenway. Yeah. It's just, I, you know, it,
0: I'm su- I'm really surprised they didn't do that, but I, I think I, I would have gave it to I mean, he probably would have played an inning and that's about it. But you know, I think He's out of awesome. anybody that does.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, just, I, you I like
0: know, the way he plays baseball. There is a lot of promise on that team. It's just, You know, it's like we got to like, you know, I don't blame A.J. Hinch. I mean, mean, we talked about it, you know, pre-show, post-show. Can't blame him. He's trying to do the best with what he's got. and Mm -hmm. um, So, but, yeah, I'd probably say
2: Amy Banez and then uh, Foley if you're going to go with the pitching squad. Yeah, put Miggy in and have him do the home run derby like Pujols did last year.
3: (laughs) Give him some juice balls. Can we just send after eight innings pitched? Oh, there we go. (laughs) Yeah, well,
1: which there's my next line here. Uh, you you have to be excited about what we've seen the last week with with Matt Manning coming back. He's had two really good uh, uh, outings. You've got Terek Skubel come back, and we know what he did the other night. He was just he was really good. Um, you've got Green, who's come back. He's looked well. And the three pieces that they've got in Toledo with um, um you mentioned Colt Keith. Okay. you've got. Uh, Parker Meadows and Malloy down there there's there's potential for some good things happening um JP is it fair to to say that like we're a couple years away you know once Casey Mize comes back are we a couple years away from I mean you got to think that the division is, is is in play at that point
2: yeah I think there's some really uh some really bright spots. You know, I was at the game yesterday and I was thinking to myself, you know, if Riley green, Matt Vierling, and Carrie Carpenter was my everyday outfield, would I be mad about that? And I was like, ah, maybe not because I think Bierling's been a, he's been a nice pickup by Scott Harris. Uh, you know, they just drafted that max Clark kid today, the high school kid from Indiana, you know, and we've seen how they did with a high school outfielder with Riley green. So maybe we'll see him up in a couple of years, but I think, yeah, the future is bright. Uh, you know, you mentioned the guys down in AAA. Uh you see you see a little flash of the future. Uh Torkelson four home runs in the last 10 games. Uh he's he's getting better. He's still striking out a ton, but you know Riley Green comes back and has five, six hits in the series in two games. Uh I think we have I think we do have some things to look forward to. We can dump Mickey's contract and maybe yeah. split that money up between an everyday second baseman and third baseman. I think you know, we, and as bad as the central is, might be able to compete for that division right away.
1: Oh, sure, Tim. What do you? What are your thoughts on on the possibility of? I mean, like I said earlier, they're five games out of first place. I mean, the the, the division, as sad as it may seem, is right there. Is it's, is is it realistic to think that within a year or two they could be at the top of this division?
3: I, I think definitely within the next year they'll be able to compete. You know, you said Casey Mize, he'll be back. You know, their pitching rotation is pretty solid. It's, they just need a couple hitters. And JP just said, you know, once Cabrera comes off, get you a second baseman and third baseman, and you have your third base chunk, chunk order coming up. Well, we need a third baseman bad. Yeah. Um, JP, I'll, I'll ask you
1: this: the hot name was E-Rod to possibly get moved in at the trade deadline. He gets hurt. He goes on the IL. He's come back. He's looked a little, little suspect. Yeah. Is it fair to assume that maybe the trade value has gone down and they won't move him? No, I,
2: I think the value's still there. I mean, obviously, there's always value for a for a lefty for a contending team. You know, the guy's still at around a two and a half ERA. He's still pitched. You look at his starts. He has mostly quality starts. Uh, I think you can get something for him. My biggest fear is just losing him at the end of the year and getting
1: nothing for him. Yeah, you know what I mean. You're gonna, you want to get something for. Yeah, uh, you don't want to just dump them. Uh, so I'll go around the the table real quick. Uh, Rich, uh, like I mentioned, they're five games out. I mean, let's be real. It, it's it's probably a pipe dream. Uh, trade deadline. If it was today, are they buyers or sellers? <laughs>
0: They're probably stand putters, is because they really don't have much to sell. All right. <laughs> you know, I mean, I mean, I mean, no, I mean, I'd, I'd, probably the only guy that you'd have been able, the two guys that you'd only be able to sell was at one point was Erod, and then now you know you look at Schuble coming back. I mean, you could throw Manning in there, but you're they're that would mortgage their future. Sure, no. So I, I, I can mean, see.
1: I could see Lorenzen. Maybe this is a tryout for other teams. Uh, maybe you get a, reacquainted with some other teams. Um, mm, I don't.
0: I still don't think anybody would take them. No. JP
1: buyers, sellers, or the new word we just learned: stay in putters.
2: Nah, yeah, I, think, I like to stay in putters. Uh, I mean, if you look at the Oakland series and that game that they lost two singles, and then today's game. Uh, Crazy as it's been, you're looking, they were they would have been they should be looking at three and a half games out right now, going into the all-star break. I think Scott Harris, you know, it seems like a logical baseball guy. I think he knows. You know what I mean? I don't think you want to mortgage your future, as Rich said, and Mm-mm. getting. I don't think you want to get rid of any of your young pitchers, like School Bowl or Manning, or anything like that. I, right. you know, I, I you could get Erod off the books, and if anybody was willing to take Bias's contract, oh god, that, that would be an amazing. absolute fleecing by Scott Harris. Yeah, that would. But be other weird. than that,
1: I if you can get rid of those two guys, I'm okay. Anybody else? I think I'm staying. Tim, real quick,
3: buyers, sellers, or stay in putters? I I think they'll be staying putters. I, uh, personally, I would trade Erod unless you have an extension in place by the deadline because as J.P. stated, you don't want to lose him for nothing, so it's either you sign or we trade you. Yeah. Right. Other than that, you can stay in putters. <laughs> Shout stay out to Rich for trademarking
2: stay in putters. Stay in putters,
3: stay in putters stay, yeah. We'll, hey,
0: uh, hey, we got stay in putters. Yep.
3: Yeah,
1: for sure. Um, you mentioned this guy just a minute ago, Rich. Cruz goes... Pitch called a strike. Throw down on a skip late. Another
2: steal for Ellie De La Cruz. Takes off again. Pitch down and in. Fade there. throw. There's no chance.
3: Well, Two steals. De La Cruz had already looked a couple of times at Brian Anderson, knowing that if he got a jump, he's going home.
1: unbelievable. I mean, this guy is, is he's making unbelievable uh, history. We'll say it seems every, every game he plays, the man steals three bases on two pitches, Uh, chalk up the stolen home to uh, a a brewer team that I don't know where they were. I think they were about 15 uh, spotted cows in at that point. Uh, They didn't (laughs) know what the hell was going on, but man, that baseball, Baseball is back, and he is a big reason why. Um, The attendance today, a stat came up on the the screen. They had 90,000 in attendance this weekend, albeit a lot of uh, uh, Canadians crossed the river to come and see the the Blue Jays. But, you know, regardless, there was a big crowd there today. That no-hitter yesterday really sparked a lot of people wanting to go. So baseball is definitely on people's minds. Yeah, you know the rules change has really affected play and people are paying attention. All-star game is Tuesday night at, at uh the former Petco Park, uh, now it's T-Mobile Park um in Seattle. So we're gonna go ahead and 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 talk about some of the rosters here. Um for the American League team, obviously you got Otani, who is the greatest player in the world. I mean, when it's all said and done, I mean, come on, he's un- unbelievable. Um, yeah. uh, you, 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 Garrett Cole's having a great uh, year pitching. Trout, pr- Trout obviously isn't going to be playing. Judge won't be playing uh, due to injury. So you got some really good, really good players on this team. Uh, Rich, we'll start with you. Any of the names on that list that – head scratchers?
0: (laughs) Uh, We already talked about the one, so I don't want to be sitting here beating – I don't want to be sitting here beating beating a dead (laughs) horse. I mean, man, I tell you, I like, you know, from Otani, I like uh, Adelie Rutschman, Bichette, Yanni (sighs) Diaz. Um, I'll I'll be honest with you. I, I like the I like the entire roster. I think it looks great. Well, then yeah.
1: you, you go to the starters here. You have an infield of all, all but one Ranger. Uh, I'm not too sure if Simeon is worthy. JP, is there any names uh, on on that roster that that you look at and and, and clearly th- th- this is a fan vote for the yeah for the starters. I'm not a big fan of, but. uh no what what is your take
2: uh there's not really anybody that you can say that doesn't deserve to be there obviously oakland was kind of in a situation with rooker where they had to send a guy also uh you know Aaron Judge is hurt i mean you got guys that are slumping Randy rose arena isn't swinging the bat too well right now uh adley has kind of been on a cold streak but uh no i mean these guys are all pretty well deserving it's why we brought up the snubs and the surprises and the more I started digging into it, the the harder I was The surprises or snubs, so to say, but obviously uh the Rangers kind of headlined the whole Jeez. thing and stole the show. Yeah. You got Josh Jung there at third base is a rookie. I guess you can put him down as a surprise. Right. Whose brother's in our farm system. Yep. Jeez. So, Jeez. yeah.
1: They their their parents like the J. Tim. Yeah. Tim, you got any players here that that kind of stand out as maybe, uh, with the exception of uh, uh, Michael Lorenzen, that maybe not worthy of this? uh, uh, Kenley Jansen sticks up for me. It's
3: it's a pretty solid list. There's nobody you could really say that doesn't deserve it. I had to go with someone that I would take off, I'd probably take off Garrett Cole. I don't think he's had the best season.
1: And know, we'll move on to uh, the NL squad. Uh, any names on that list that uh,
3: Castellanos kind of sticks out to me. I was gonna say I was gonna say Castianos too. You stole it right out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, other than that, everyone besides Castellanos looks pretty decent, like it's earned and deserved. And then
1: here's the here's the um, the starters. So I was a
3: little,
2: was a little surprised that Orlando Arcia was. I mean, he's a great defensive shortstop, but he's I think he's only got seven homers or something like that. So not kind of a little surprised. I mean, once again, fan vote and voting. Yeah. Uh, Sean Murphy, who's having a monster season for catchers. I think somewhere around 20 homers and 75 RBIs before the break.
1: And Braves fans were uh, not too happy when they went after
2: Murphy and brought him in. Corbin Carroll surprise. You can put him in the surprise category. He's kind of, he's kind of stole the show for them this year. He's a little guy, and he just does everything, does all the little things, man. He's a great player.
1: Well, that team in general. Yeah. That team in general is a big surprise. And uh, snub time, snub time. Uh, There's always players every year that you think they're going to make it, and and for whatever reason, they don't get voted in clearly, and then they don't get picked in to be reserves. Rich, who's your snubs for for this year's All-Star? Hmm.
0: Uh, Honestly, I, I think they, I mean, I don't think he's got enough games in for the year, but I think as a reserve, I think you should have put Cruz in. Dylan Cruz? Yeah.
1: Well, there's there was talk, and I think he's only got, what, 23 24 yeah. games, something yeah, like dude. that? At, at this that point, dude's the, point. that dude is the hottest name yeah. in
0: baseball right now. I
1: mean, it, it, if you put up redo the fan vote, he'll be the number one vote getter. Clearly,
2: oh, oh, yeah, clearly okay. him and his dad, Joey Votto. Yeah, <laughs> Votto. Dude, hey, Joey Votto's been tearing it
0: up. Uh, i been home yeah, runs in 16
1: hot. games back from, from missing 10 months. Um, yeah. he's on a mission, he hit a bomb last night. I think it still hasn't landed. Yeah. Um, what a great guy! I mean, he's just—he's everything that's good about baseball. He's—he's—he's he's, yep. he's level-headed. Uh, he's a jokester. They put the mic on him, and he just—he tells stories. He's just—he's fun. And and, and I—I'm just gonna say, the the Reds. India said it a couple of weeks ago. We're America's team. Damn right. I'm paying attention to it. And here I am. I've—I've got—I've yeah. got allegiance to the uh, the Indians. I mean, the Guardians. Um, but man. Sorry, Dad. I'm following the Reds. Like this yeah, is fun. a fun team to watch. Fun team to watch. Yeah. JP, who do you got as a snub? Uh,
2: I got a couple. Uh, Fernando Tatis, uh, 69 game body of work, uh, 280, 16 homers. Uh, Cattell Marte, another guy for the Diamondbacks. <sighs> yep. yep, I, I got snub. Too. I, I put probably him stole down. that one from you, didn't I?
1: That's okay.
2: And uh, Brian Bale from the Red Sox, young pitcher, uh, he's had 14 starts this year, seven quality starts, so half of the starts have been quality starts. Three, three ERA, kind of kept Boston in the fight a little bit there in that monstrous AL
1: East. Oh. So I had a few guys. Tim, what do you got for uh, snubs?
3: I have a uh, George Kirby, Mariners pitcher. He uh, has the lowest walk rate in the league. He's an innings eater. And he has the second most quality starts in the league this year. Yeah, He's top 10 in ERA innings pitched and whipping the AL. I, But we took the Tigers pitcher over him. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: um, My snub for this year is a former Tiger. Isak, don't call me Isaac, Paredes. He's uh, got an 867 OPS, 14 home runs, 53 RBIs. He's been a huge piece of that Rays lineup, and he's been a monster ever since the the Rays fleeced the Tigers in getting him. Um, Another Rays that was on my list was Wander Franco, but apparently he is now added to the roster due to injury. Um, And the aforementioned Cattell Marte, 13 doubles, 4 triples, 15 home runs, 44 RBIs scored 61 runs, 6 steals, batting to 286 with an 0.867 OPS. Yeah. Uh, but he plays in Arizona and they're in first place but nobody knows who he is. And th- and that that is a shame. Um but another guy that pitched here today. Uh one of the wonkiest windups that you've seen and he's got just the craziest hair, uh, Jordan Romano, the closer for the Rain or for the Blue Jays, 26 saves leading the American East. Game he's got the most saves in blue jay history prior to the all-star break. If that isn't all-star worthy, I don't know what is. But again, this is it, it's 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 a popularity contest with the fan vote. And after that point, they're just, you know, filling uh, I don't have it up yet. the filling holes at that point. <laughs> but uh so there's always there's always, you know, the the talk of the snubs. But you know what, that yeah. I think that fuels a lot of the players fires with that. So again, the the All-Star game is Tuesday. All the festivities they actually started yesterday with the futures game. Uh, national league shuts out the American League five nothing. But uh, home run derby and all that fun stuff tomorrow night. So always a good time and, and like you said, JP, it's um it is, you know, meaningful. It's home field vantage in, in the World Series. So it, it gives you know something the players, you know to, play for it instead of it deep being like the nfl uh just a big yeah. shoot show so uh moving on to well you know what it's almost that time of year almost that time of year and and that's when uh, all the fun starts but before the fun starts we're gonna have a little fun ourselves we're gonna talk the way too early division winners so each one of us has two divisions to pick and we'll re uh kind of relive this 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 segment here uh toward the end of the season and see how bad we were and how wrong we were because uh usually that's what happens in the world of the NFL um Rich we will start with you what did i what did i set you up with it was uh nfc north afc south who was your way to early division winner
0: oh man nfc north i'm going with the uh right now i'm going with the lions for the nfc north just because I think – I I don't think Chicago has done enough in the offseason, in my opinion. Not that I've really been paying attention to them anyways. But we know the Packers are not going to be the Packers of old. No. And the Vikings, as always, they, they had a great record last year, but they were frauds.
1: They lost so that's who I'm Smith going on the defensive side. They've lost Delvin Cook. They've yeah. kind of gone in the wrong direction. So it's hard to think that they – Will you know make any kind of noise in that division? And then the you said the AFC South, uh, yeah, the the uh, the the bottom pit of the NFL at this point,
0: AFC South, uh, Jacksonville, yeah, I think Jacksonville is going to be really good Search this pit. year, yeah. yeah I, I think I, Trevor, I think Trevor Lawrence is going to, uh, and I think he's really going to start. I think a year I, in the next couple of years, he's going to really crack out of a shell
1: yeah they got to bring back evan ingram he's kind of holding out right now so if they bring him back i i definitely agree with you on that one their chances are very high he got a taste of what winning in the nfl is like and 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 i think he's a smart quarterback and he's only going to build on that kind of like how joey b was in cincinnati once he started to get that grasp of winning it was you know sky's the limit for him jp uh, you have the AFC West and the NFC West, and you you labeled this the easiest of the yeah. uh, the picks. So what do you got?
2: Yeah, they gave me a couple layups. Uh, I'll start <laughs> with the NFC West. Uh, obviously, I'm going to go with the 49ers. Uh, Brock Purdy's out with an elbow injury, but I think he's going to be their guy when he returns. Question's going to be, is Trey Lance going to fill in? Is it going to be Sam Darnold? Uh, lot defense of- lost five players in the top ten and uh, PFF rankings for free agents, so we'll see how the defense looks uh, to get going, Uh, but they still have CMC, Debo, Ayuk, George Kittle. I mean, obviously, it didn't matter who they plugged in at quarterback. In that division, though, I'm keeping my eye on the Seahawks, a team that re-signed Geno Smith last year through 30 touchdowns coming off the playoff, uh, playoff season last year. They Sign Jackson Smith and Jigba uh to go with Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf and Kenneth Walker and the boys. Uh so look out for Seattle. They could be a sleeper in that division. Uh with the AFC West, I mean you guys knew who I was gonna go with. It was gonna be Denver Broncos. Denver yep. Broncos. Oh, yeah, it is gonna be the Broncos <laughs> a hey. Broncos Nation. Let's ride. Let's ride. No. Uh, you know, Pat Mahomes, two time Super Bowl MVP. Uh they let go of their uh, starting left tackle in the offseason and turned around and signed uh Jacksonville's uh franchise left tackle, which was kind of questionable for them. But you know, like in uh true Chiefs fashion, they uh they bounced right back. Uh they oh, yeah. lost Juju. Uh they lost uh the
1: their which...
2: I'm sorry. Yeah, Cole Hardman. So they're gonna be leaning on uh Valdez Scantling and Kadarius Tony and Kelsey, uh, they re-signed McKinnon, well, but I mean, some, as long as you got
1: Mahomes, you're still that guy. Some were uh, saying uh, uh, Scantling was their best receiver last yeah, year, so he was a good one, and which then, was you know, kind of a surprise coming out of Green Bay. He never really uh, uh, amounted to the the expectations that he showed up big time
2: in the playoffs last year, though. Yeah, yeah so. I think I think Tony will take that next step, but I did. I did a dark horse for each division also though. I Chargers are oh, a team that could creep up on somebody. Watch uh, out for their
1: offensive coordinator.
2: Yeah, we'll see if uh Herbert takes that next step. They got Quentin Johnson from uh TCU, TCU who's a who's going to be a big time addition. I think he's going to be a big target for them. Tom, you don't think so? No, no, but, no.
1: He no, no. It just TCU would just Yeah, you know, yeah. It, it, yeah. Know, it, it hits a certain core, you know, that oh. and and tim is over here laughing a little uh
2: yeah definitely a little salty on that one but i think they have to address their defense uh and they took uh two out of their first three picks were in the front seven so maybe they will i know a lot of teams have been able to run on them up the middle over the years so
1: which is shocking they've always had a really solid defense but they can never stay healthy yeah
2: so they're my dark horse uh i gave you a couple division winners because they were. So there were such layups I wanted to throw a dark horse team in there with them. So
1: perfect. Uh Tim, you've got the NFC South
3: and the AFC East. I'll start with the NFC South. I have the Atlanta Falcons winning it. I uh I'm just a huge Bijan fan. I think Desmond Ritter takes that next stop. He was a great quarterback at Cincy, you know, not a big conference school, but they went undefeated. Uh, Defense wise, they added Bud Dupree and Calais Campbell. You know, they have Jeff Okuda, so he might finally develop. <laughs> uh, NFC South is just a bad division in general. You have Carolina with a rookie quarterback, the Saints have Derek Carr, and then Tampa Bay just lost one of the most overrated quarterbacks, in my opinion, Tom Brady. Oh, so, so that's just.
1: So as, that, so. as, as ladies and gentlemen, he's sitting right underneath uh, the the iconic number so,
3: ten Michigan jersey. So in my in my opinion, that division's just up for grabs for anybody really. But I think Atlanta has the pieces to grab it by the throat essentially and take a stranglehold on it. For the AFC East, I have the Miami Dolphins Ooh. as long as Tua can stay healthy. Oof. Oh, they had a jail. he knows
0: if he knows that they play on Sundays, right? For <laughs> he yeah, head and
1: head. he's not playing in Honolulu anymore. <laughs>
3: as, as long as he can stay healthy, I think uh, Jalen Waddle and uh, Tyreek Hill be okay on that offense and carry them. You got Jalen Ramsey on defense now. The hell um, about the secondary?
1: Um,
2: news flash, <laughs> he's not healthy. Um, dude, he have a like lot <laughs> <eight laughs> okay.
0: So, hold on, before uh, before we keep going, um, Tim. I want you to know that your opinion sucks. <laughs> <laughs> in, in my opinion, hey, with all due respect, your opinion sucks.
1: <laughs> 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 <laughs>
3: <laughs> Just it seemed, seemed like you were going for the bold takes there. Yeah. Those, are my, those are my two picks, Atlanta and Miami.
1: Okay. Oh uh, Well, I, I I have a feeling uh, at the end of the season, this might be actual audio at Tim. Buffalo, huh? <laughs> <laughs> that, that could be actual Tim audio. Uh, I got the pleasure of picking uh, the AFC North, which to me, this is the most intriguing division. In my opinion, you have Cincinnati. Who's they're going to be right there. Baltimore made some, some key additions with OBJ. They re-signed Lamar. Um, I, they they're on the rise and call it cornbread i don't know i'm hearing good things out of uh cleveland the old Rubbin tug is having a good camp he's doing real well maybe he brought some girls with him uh to Town. maybe uh uh he's got some special services coming uh down to uh, the flats but um all indications are the browns uh offense is is, is looking really well rich you got something to say
0: Dude, are you trying to stay on your father's good graces or what? (laughs) Oh,
1: he'll, he'll love me just because I think they're going to be okay. But, uh, and he'll probably agree with me. You know, pops is a lot like me, little low key, low key as the youngsters would, would say these days. Um, So with that being said, I I think it's Cincinnati. I I think, I think Cincinnati has has the experience. Joe Burrow is uh, looking to cash in, we'll say. Yeah. Um, wait a minute. Where's it, Where's, it Where's it at? Where's it at? Pay that man his money. And it's, oh, he's yeah. going to show it. He's going to come home with the AFC North. But it's going to be close. And don't forget about the Steelers. They they were kind of uh, ticking yeah. up in the right direction. You got uh, uh, Kenny Pickett, who just got married, uh, and, and people are bitching that he was at his feet dangling in the water in the ocean. He was a shark coming could come and bite his foot. Shut up. People need to shut up. But anyway. It's like,
0: hold on, hold on, hold on, since people were, so now this, now that you brought that up, we have to talk about it.
2: Oh, well, we're going the same way, Rich, I know it.
0: How awesome was it that Pat McAfee got on there oh, and yes. absolutely torched? Jim? Me, me personally, a very Jim. low, low ranking sports caster.
1: Jim, Good afternoon. Costa. In the state of Michigan,
0: dude, and for him to be like mind
1: your fucking business,
0: dude, I'm telling you <laughs> yeah. right now, that guy, uh, you know what it's for? It's for these. It's click, click, click. That's click, click. Yeah, it, and it that's worked. All it, is.
1: it worked. It did. It, it got put on on the, the biggest sports podcast sh- uh, YouTube show in the world. I mean, people probably took the uh, Jim Cuss's Twitter handle and uh, lit his ass up, rightfully oh, so. Yeah. Oh, he what he gross, he man. got a lot he of a, uh, what a
2: terrible take that's a joke. A,
1: I, I think uh, people were like, well, I wish he would have been using a a, a, a barbecue, barbecue lighter or something, using the old as as Pat called it, the old classic Bic, which you know point <laughs> point was taken, but he was using his his left hand exactly right there. Whatever. He, he should have been using one of these. But yeah, I agree. People just need to shut up, and and it is what it is. But um, yeah, so that division is is, is really intriguing to me. I think all 4 I'll have have an opportunity it's going to be tight and uh so give me Cincinnati in that division and then the NFC East here's another division that kind of baffles me I mean you can kind of kick Washington out although who knows what will happen you say the cowboy
0: you say the cowboys I'm driving over there right now before the show is over no and I'm and I'm hitting you with a baseball bat you know who he's going with Uh, yeah
1: come on come on come on uh, the dimes. Before, as, Danny I dimes. Saying, as I was saying, you forget Washington, although what will be enemy, you know, bring to the table? I, I don't think they've got a quarterback. I think chalk them up as an L, um, last place, the giants, they re-signed Danny dimes. He had a really nice playoff run. I think they overpaid him, um, that now they have to worry about Saquon Barkley. He's kind of holding out. So that's a little question mark. Their receiver core is a little little question mark, but I do see them finishing second. I think they have enough pieces in that division. Uh, The Cowgirls will finish third. Uh, I don't trust uh, McCarthy. I think he'll be fired at the end of the season. Um, I I, I just, I don't think they have enough. Uh, They're always hurt and they're always overblown, overhyped, overblown every year. Uh, The Eagles are clearly, the number one pick to take in this division. Jalen Hurts made one hell of a leap last year, and they got better. They got better with the – you know, they lost uh, Gardner Johnson on the defensive end. Love that pick here for Detroit. But um, all, to, all in all, I, I, I think Philly definitely are going to ride the wave that they were on last year and, and continue. So give me the Eagles in that division and, again, Cincinnati uh, for the AFC – north but again like i said at the the start uh, we're probably going to be way wrong so it'd be fun to rehash this later on in the season so uh moving on are you guys ready yes it's it's that time again where uh well you know what we give you guys a pick go to the apps go to the sites make that pick throw some money down who knows you hit throw a little bit money our way hey Rich, dude don't hey don't even take my picks
0: man i'm terrible i only got one at all (laughs) but this could be the
1: week rich it ain't your money
0: ain't my problem what you got this all right this week uh, I'm going to go to the All-Star game, and no. NL, AL. I'm going to take the money line. I'm going to take National League money line plus
1: 104. Ooh. Nice,
2: nice. JP, it ain't your money. Not my problem. What I'm probably going to catch some flack for this, but uh, <laughs> in uh, the case of not spreading misinformation here, I don't have anything for you. I do have s- I don't have have no tennis. I don't watch golf. Uh, Baseball's on a break this week. Uh, Yeah. I'm going to pass my bet. No futures? No futures this week. Uh, I've been playing the futures the last couple of weeks. And uh, my baseball picks have been – (laughs) <laughs> Been pretty dry. I was going to say an inappropriate joke, but I'll keep that to myself.
1: Uh, <laughs> wow. So, uh,
2: I don't want to spread any misinformation to the people. I'm going to back down
1: this week. Because I probably would ding you on link LinkedIn, but uh, yeah. that, that's a whole nother story.
3: Um, <laughs> yeah. Well then, I mean, we're going to move to Tim. It ain't your money. It's not my problem. What you got? I took a futures. I took uh, Miami to win the East. Uh, uh, AFC East. I took Atlanta to win the NFC South at plus 1100. Oof. So both my picks in the previous segment, I took on a parlay to win the oh. divisions.
1: That's a that's a lofty, lofty selection <laughs> there. Well, maybe plus,
2: in, in honor of your bet, maybe I'll take New Orleans in the South, and then I'll take <laughs> Buffalo in the East. <laughs> we will make it more realistic. That's that might not be a bad idea. <laughs> hey, hey, keep in mind, JP.
1: It's the Derek Carr redemption, uh, tour yeah. in, in new Orleans. So I, yeah. I, I look, I, I think the saints definitely win that. Division. He's going to throw
2: He's going to be thrown to the dead body of Michael Thomas.
1: <laughs> hey, where'd yeah. he go to college? Oh uh, yeah. 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 And, uh, <gasps> the
2: infamous, uh, meme of DeMar Hamlin that says this guy died and came back before Michael Thomas. Yeah, yeah.
1: When, he just had a, he had turf toe or something, didn't he? <laughs> oh man. Well, uh, uh, I will agree with, with JP. There isn't a whole lot going on right now. All-star game Tuesday, so there's no baseball on the horizon. Um, so I'm going to pick a futures pick. I'm taking USC plus 600 to go undefeated in the regular season. Oh, wow. USC plus 600 to go undefeated. I think they've got uh, the t- their toughest two games they have. They go to USC. Or I'm sorry, they go to Notre Dame. I hope to be in attendance at that one. That'll be a fun game to go to. And they go to Oregon. Other than that, it, it really looks they like got Utah at home. Wait, dude, you're going to a? You want to go to a Notre Dame game? I've been to two Notre yeah, Dame. Michigan's years. not playing in? Yeah, I, I I went and saw Stanford there about uh, seven years ago. No, I'm going to go. Raj from the Reckless Speculation is a USC guy. Oh, yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna try and and our good buddy Bill Wertz is yeah. going to be going to that game and, and uh, his mom and stepdad have a great tailgate. So um trying to set it up to where we go as well. It should be a fun one, but um, yeah, but yeah. So th- those are the only two games I see potentially them maybe uh, hicking up, but I, I don't, I don't know. William-
2: oh, dude, I was on Michigan's website the other night and I was looking at like tickets for the Texas game. Oh, and I think the cheapest
1: ticket was like $1,100. I believe it. There's going to be a lot of, what is yeah. it? Uh, oh, Hook and horns. It's, it's it's. Yeah, that's more like it. Right. I don't there. think Texas that's...
2: has ever been to the big house. No, no. And you're talking about JJ uh, McCarthy versus Arch Manning potentially.
1: Did you uh, see? Uh, they put Arch Manning against, up next to Peyton and Eli. Yeah. Oh, he's he's actually yoked. <laughs> yeah, he he is very much so. Compared uh, to those two. So USC plus six hundred to go undefeated in the regular season. so We're going to move on to our final segment tonight. It's closing thoughts. And uh, Rich, we are glad that you made it on time. There was some talk that you were going to be a little bit late, but you made it and we're thankful for that. Uh, So we're going to start with you. What are your closing thoughts for tonight?
0: Hmm, man. Well, so tomorrow is my son's birthday. So he turned 16 years old. So he will be driving himself around and all that other stuff that we had liked it. (laughs) Yeah. No shit. Yeah. You don't have to worry about him practicing his parallel parking in front of your house anymore. He's he's past that. You know, you you just, one of the things is I do want to say is um, always take the opportunity um, to tell, tell your kids that you're proud of them. And I did that today. I mean, given, I, I talked to him after his, after his baseball game, he's like, my heart was pounding. He goes, I was, you know, I was so stressed. I was, you know, amped up or whatever. And, uh, you know, after the game or whatever, he, I was talking to him and he said, dad, I was, I was so nervous. I go, Hey, I said, you know what though? I said, but I'm proud of you, regardless of whatever the outcome of the game would be because I'm proud of you for what you did and I'm, and I'm proud of you for how you handled yourself and also tell them that you're always, that you're, you know, you're proud of them. You know, like I got told them today, I said, you know, your mother and even, I are proud of you. Even
1: when they're not successful.
0: Exactly. You know, and then tonight, you know, I told them, I said, you know what? I said, uh, you know, really proud of the, of, of the man you are and the man you're becoming. So always take the time um, to, to tell your kids that, or even if you have a friend, if you don't have kids or anything like that or whatever, it could be anybody. I mean, I know that, I've said it to JP a couple times. I'm sure Thomas said it to JP. You know, we're proud of JP for you know, you know, not that he did anything wrong, people or anything like that. But you know, he, but you know, but he's. I mean, well, him becoming sure a, talk about him, him, you know, him becoming a dad, and uh, you know, with that comes huge responsibility. And JP right. is absolutely, he's he's grabbed a hold of it and, ta- and bear hugged it and. Well. Uh, he continues to, uh, you know, make strides every day. So, yeah. um, So with that, appreciate it. That's
1: what I got to say. Awesome. JP, what are you, uh, what are your closing thoughts for the day?
0: Yeah. Tim's opinion sucks. Tim's
2: yeah.
1: Tim's opinion
0: (laughs) blows and that
2: hat is super stupid. And we need to put a Michigan flag back behind them no uh <laughs> no uh so we're kind of scraping the bottom of the barrel to bring you guys a show here there ain't really much going on in the sports world for us anyway I mean obviously a lot of baseball which has been awesome I think like Tom said it's kind of been restored and brought back this year but uh we're looking forward to talking about some fantasy football stuff here soon uh we have our second year of the speakeasy league uh, which is all. Uh, dialed in and ready to go so I'm just I'm really excited for some football man and I can't wait to talk about my first true passion and maybe we'll have a house divided show this year with uh, Drew and Tim and those Michigan fans and we'll have a lot to talk about in the next coming months
1: absolutely Uh, yes the second annual speakeasy fantasy football league with our new good foot friend Tim is going to join the uh, do, join the mix, and uh, there'll be a couple of new additions uh, this year that uh, weren't with us last year. So, and maybe um, we'll have a segment on our
2: show about our updated standings and whatnot. Oh, oh, weeks. we'll
1: definitely we will definitely keep it uh, keep it updated to the people that uh, are paying attention. But uh, Tim, what are your closing thoughts tonight?
3: Yeah. I can't wait to win this uh, fantasy football league at the speakeasy. Oh, but, uh, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> but, uh, Shots <laughs> fired. My, my closing thoughts are everyone going to Faster Horses next weekend. Be safe. Stay hydrated. I, I mean, I know how much beer we just not that MIS. I work for a beer distributor, obviously. Stay hydrated and be safe and clean up your beer. Give us the family. numbers. Uh, eight thousand cases are going out tomorrow to MIS. Is oh, oh, that
2: just for a day, first day, and then the? Is it four days? It? Comes out.
3: That's eight thousand into the track. That's not the stores around the track. Oh shit! Wow,
1: that's <laughs> so, uh, that is impressive. Yeah. No question about it. Uh, we have <laughs> cool. a uh, we have a lofty stack for um, for you, J.P. and for Rich uh, okay. that Tim was so gracious enough to, to bring for. Yeah. Uh, I, it was set up like right behind Tim's view. Oh yeah. There's, mm-hmm. there's, there's plenty of that in the big cans. So, um, so that's pretty damn cool that, that he was able to do that. And thanks Tim. Um, um, let, uh, talk a tough game, Tim.
3: <laughs> well, Melissa, <laughs> Melissa, is uh, Melissa, the Melissa won it last year. She was, the, <laughs> she
1: was the champion last year and she's, uh, definitely looking, look at, can, can we, uh, focus in on that, uh, the, the chest of the one JP, the giant there. Uh, <laughs> uh, maybe he needs, hey. he needs the lawnmower or the, whatever they call hey, it. I got, I got, I got a question for you, Rich. Yeah. So you, you like the non-alcoholic
2: Heineken's and whatnot. That's cool. But I just wondered, do they make you piss like a regular beer? Oh yeah. So you're still, you're still peeing every, every five minutes. I don't, I, I don't, I'm not like, some people over there, but
0: I mean, I don't have to piss every five minutes, but
1: uh-huh. but
0: still the
2: same effect. I was just curious about.
0: Okay, that.
1: Yeah. show oh. of hands, show of hands, real quick. Who is surprised that JP would come in with a uh, piss reset question? Uh, right. on, 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 on anybody. No, no, <laughs> crickets. No, Anything to the, do hey. with
2: uh, poop, pee, and farts is right in my wheelhouse.
1: Oh, man. <laughs> hey,
0: hey, hey! hold on a second. Here. So that picture that was up there, uh, Melissa saying that, hey, you know, the champions, yeah. the champions' house resides in, in Wyandotte. Hey, JP, I just want to let you know that it's normally the lady who breastfeeds the child,
1: not, <laughs> not the man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, this guy Oh my god. Uh, shots is, fired. This is shots fired. This is turn, ladies Don't and gentlemen. Don't worry, I'll You're...
2: think of a good comeback in like 2 hours and maybe
1: <laughs> I'll fight back next week. Just, hey,
2: just, hey, just text with me. I'll be sleeping. I'll text
0: you.
1: will <laughs> be on mute. <laughs> Boy, we've gone off the rails. Uh, uh, my closing thoughts tonight. Uh I'm going to talk about the Tigers. And I've said it earlier. You know, they're 11 games out. They're 5 games out of out of first place. Yeah, they're it is what it is. But the future is really bright, and they have the right coach in A.J. Hinch to put these guys in the right places. And, and right now, this team looks a lot like where the Astros were before they really made their, um, their leap. Uh, so I, I believe that they're headed in the right direction. And Scott Harris has come from two really good organizations – so I, I believe that that he's going to take the knowledge that he's gained in those two organizations and 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 within 5 years you never know. You never know. This is a good pitching staff. Yes. This is a really good pitching staff and and they've got some some bats down in Toledo that are ready to make their moves. So I'm holding on to hope and I I believe that you know with some patience, some good fortune uh, the future is going to be bright so i'm hoping
2: two years man i can't do another five
1: it's it's no. tough it has been tough but um at, at least be at least be at least get a seat at the table once in a right. while it's yeah. been too long it's dude. all we ask for i can't
2: do another five
1: be you know at or around 500 i'll be i'll be at i'll be going to
2: adopt a team and if it's five
1: <laughs> cincinnati baby cincinnati yeah oh, oh I
0: forgot. yeah so I don't know. Why don't you ask the professional adoption person that's sitting next to
3: Tom, oh, Tim, Tim who's your oh, You're a Tiger fan. <laughs> who's, who's your other team? I, I'm just, I'm a Tigers fan. Pretty much. I don't have a second team. <laughs> He's a
2: leasing agent at adopt a, adopt a team
1: nation. Adopt a team.com.
3: What
0: is the, the process? What, what is the process and what kind of paper you to fill out for the adoptions?
2: Yeah. <laughs> Dude, you did not say the Dodgers in the background. Just now. Uh
3: Maybe I did say the Dodgers. He my did say the team. Dodgers.
2: So you like I, the, the My the Dodgers. Yeah. My, <laughs> you like Ohio State, it's, it's,
3: you like Colorado Avalanche, and you like the Dodgers. Oh, it's, cool. It's gonna be counterproductive, I guess, being a Tigers fan, but I'm also an Indians fan. I grew up loving CC Sabathia. With the oh, Guardians now. The Guardians, Indians, careful. whatever. It's the
1: Guardians. You're probably a Lakers fan too. Oh <laughs> a, a Golden State. He's a Golden yeah. State fan. Golden State fan. The past now he said he might be a Nugget fan now that he's an Avalanche fan. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just just giving you some shit there, Tim. i have my Yokich jersey oh, on next week. Oh square. boy, here we go. Here we go. So great show, fellas. I'm Good. telling you, this it, it. We tend to make a little bit out of a uh, or a lot out of a little bit sometimes when we don't have much to talk about. Always fun. uh Like JP said we're coming into the f- fantasy football. So next week we're going to start with a position player and each week we're going to kind of grade top position uh top player at those positions and it's going to kind of go right into the start of the season. Um yeah. we're going to have our our fantasy football draft here in the Speakeasy looking maybe toward the end of August. Uh right before the season kicks off. So uh look forward to that. I'll be on I'll be in be in the studio with you next week, Tom. Yes, JP's gonna be in studio. we we'll, and maybe maybe we can get Rich over here and get the whole rich, crew. Get the whole game. Uh, we'll get an old school um easy speak uh, episode. Um, so look for that. Baseball will we'll, we'll be kicking off their second half of the season. So there's some things happening again. Football's right around the corner, so there'll be a lot to talk about. So thank you everybody that tuned in, watching, listening. Don't forget to like, follow, and subscribe all our socials. We do reels, we do TikToks. We're always kind of putting out different um, uh, videos and fun little things throughout the week to kind of keep you, uh, you know, updated throughout the week till our next show. So, again, thank you so much for watching, and we will see you guys next week. Thank you for listening to another episode of Easy Speak at Speakeasy 330. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, And YouTube. You can also catch us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. We look forward to catching you right back here next week for another fun filled episode of Easy Speak at Speakeasy 330.